So in a last ditch effort to get himself excused, like, oh, I have a great excuse. Um, he weaves this tale of trying to find his pencil, ending up on a truck, blasting off into space, using math to impress these aliens with big heads, and controlling a ship to get back to school on time, and and then getting back to school where he gets in trouble. So... It actually ends with he's falling because, like, the ship has exploded. And she's like, but I haven't learned about gravity, so I just stopped falling. <laughs> I like Dr. Seuss better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see why he changed his name. Um, I mean, he gets a doctorate. <laughs> right. There you go. In illustrating kids' books, right? <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. So this book is about the irrepressible Fox and Socks who teaches a baffled Mr. Knox some of the slickest, quickest tongue twisters in town. And so it's just a lot of rhyming and zany pictures. Not really. Yeah, there's really no lesson there. <laughs> like He did one good thing. Yeah. And the funny thing, thing is... Everything was plausible up until that point. Right. <laughs> like, this could have happened until you got to the no-gravity part. Right. So, after all of that, he doesn't get punished. Because the assignment was, well, you needed to create a story, so the teacher's like, just go sit down and write it. And he's like, okay. One problem. I can't find my pencil. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's the story. Oh, the wonderful Henry P. Bellini. That's cute. I like that. Um, is there anything else? No, that that's more? that's Henry P. Bologna right there. Everyone will hate you and then love you. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> the tides of people's emotions changes quickly. Yeah, for, for real. If you're a cat, life is hard. Mm. Don't let cats drive. <laughs> that I think. That's a major moral, yeah. <laughs> but they still give him a car at the end. I know. I don't get that. Yeah. I think these people will live to regret their decision. I yes. honestly hope they do. Yeah. They're not even real. So, the um, series that I wanted to discuss was The Boxcar Children. And, oh. yeah. <laughs> so, this book is special to me because I actually remember not wanting to read them. Full of baloney, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the book that I chose is was Fox and Socks. And this book is special to me because I would try and read it with my sister as fast as we could without messing up, which is just makes it fun and silly. Sounds great. Yeah. And so Dr. Seuss uh, illustrated and wrote that these this book, many others. Um, I guess his real name is Theodore Geisel? Or the 19-somethings. Yeah, like 70s, maybe? Hey, that's when Catfish was published. <laughs> there you go. Antiques. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the newer ones are actually set in, like, right now. Like, that's strange. 2020s. Test your tongue for tongue twisters. As is the Dr. Seuss way. Right. So, yeah. That's why I like that book. 
It's a classic. It is. Anything by Dr. Seuss, really. It really is, yeah. Just classic. Um, I have something that, probably, once again, probably no one has ever heard of this. This is a book called Catfish. Um, I remember my grandma like, giving it to me or showing it to me. And I, I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure she told me it was an antique. It's not. <laughs> it's like halfway there. It's got to be 100 years. And it, it was published in 1970. Oh, okay. So she lied to me. <laughs> but I liked antiques. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still kind of do. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was like, here's this. And I was like, thank you. And I like that book. It was written by Edith Thatcher Hurd and illustrated by Clement Hurd. I don't know if they're married or siblings. I'm not going to look it up or question anything. So looking back through this book, the plot is even more bizarre than baloney. Oh. That is possible. It's about a cat who appears to be purple, judging by the cover. Catfish. And he lives with his owner named Mushmel. And they live in a town called Nevermind. <laughs> okay. Okay. One of the best. What did we name the town? They said something. And then they're like, what? I didn't hear you. And then they just said, nevermind. <laughs> that has to be what happened. For real. That's yeah, the only way yeah. that happens. And then they just rolled with it. Right. <laughs> anyway, Catfish likes to ride bikes. But when Mushmouth got him one, it turned out to be a mistake. Because... Catfish rode on it so fast that he got kicked out of town. And then he rode it on some train tracks. Like, everyone was chasing him. So he's like, I'm going to ride on the train tracks. And then a train happened to be on those tracks. Guess what? The (laughs) The train won. Oh my goodness. And his bike got destroyed. Catfish was fine. Just not his bike. Mm hmm so, you know what Mushmouth got him for Christmas? A motorcycle. So, one day there was a house on fire. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sharp turn, but we're getting there. And Catfish decided to ride his motorcycle in front of the fire truck. So, they took his motorcycle away. Rightfully so. And then at this point, everyone's mad at Catfish. It literally says, yeah. now everyone was mad at Catfish. Aww. He deserved it. I honestly don't like the main protagonist in this book. <laughs> but anyway, Catfish went off on his own. Because everyone disliked him. And he's like, I'm going to get myself an automobile. It says automobile. So he tried to get a loan, but it was denied. <laughs> Apparently they don't give those to cats with bad track records of driving. Um, so then while Catfish was there trying to get a loan, the bank got robbed. So he hops into someone else's car and chases the robbers down. Oh like it's a high speed chase with robbers and a cat. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're coming up against the railroad crossing and... Man, this train has a good track record of showing up. Because it hits the car that the robbers are in. Mm. And then, like, 
everyone shows up and they're looking for the robbers and Catfish is like, I've got them. <laughs> and they, everyone's so happy. They give him like this medal that he's like a hero and then they give him a car. And this upsets me because the train did all the work. Right. I mean, maybe Catfish saved the robbers. Good one there. Now they can put you in, they can be put in jail. Right. Instead of just dying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I quite agree with this book. But... I know. <laughs> I was looking back and I'm like, wow. This is controversial. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that is Catfish. I like it. <laughs> I don't quite agree, but I like it. It's a, it's a choice. The people who wrote it made a choice. Yeah. Not sure what morals ain't even in that story. They right. just—I think they just wrote to write, right? Yeah. But my mom bought them from a library book sale, and as soon as I did read them, I like finished the first one before we even got home that night. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I just—I loved them. I loved reading them, and I would reread them all the time when I was a kid. Wow. So, yeah, I guess I just wanted to run away and live in the woods <laughs> with my siblings. I don't know. Well, do you want to go with your siblings or do you want to go alone? <laughs> Maybe alone. <laughs> just have that sense of adventure. And so that series was written by Gertrude Chandler Warner, um, though there are some more recent publications that are not written by her. How everything changes. <laughs> Don't make things new and modern. Don't fix what's not broken. Exactly. Um, yes, yeah, so the plot behind this is... Yeah. They create a home for themselves in an abandoned boxcar in the forest. Eventually, they end up meeting their grandfather, who is wealthy and, you know, nice to them. Um, and I feel like the whole reason they run away when they're orphaned is because they just assume their grandfather is going to be cruel to them. My question is, why have they not met them? him? Right. Like, good. the oldest one is how old? Do you know? I don't know. Not off the top of my head. They're really not that Double old. digits. The oldest one's double digits. It gotta be, right? He's at least 12. I'm sure of it. That sounds right. Yeah. Is they're not that old? Really? They're I don't think that's straight. No, these are children. Go live with your grandfather. You've made terrible decisions running away. Putting in a boxcar? That thing's not insulated well. So the eldest, Henry, is 14. Jesse is 12. Violet is 10. And Benny is 6. They live in a boxcar. Yeah. I remember that. So it tells the story of four orphan children. Henry, Jesse, Violet, and Benny. Woohoo! Yeah. How to start a great story. Yeah. Make your character an orphan. He's gonna get them caught so quick that six year old's gonna run around being like, my parents are dead. I live with my siblings in a boxcar. For real. Hi. What's your name? My name's Benny. I have a boxcar. My parents are dead. I don't know where mommy and daddy are anymore. (laughs) They won't tell me. Yeah, if yeah. you've ever met a six-year-old, there's no way that kid's keeping that secret. No. Even the oldest one's 14. He's gonna be like, where are your parents, young man? He's gonna be like, uh, 
That work. That work. It's gonna get very. But eventually, you know, the grandfather finds them, and they okay. decide to live with the grandfather, who actually moves. They, their they decide box as if they had a choice, right? Like <laughs> they, they yeah, they made the decision. <laughs> They're know. adults. <laughs> 14. They're old enough to make decisions for themselves. <laughs> yeah. But the grandfather actually moves the boxcar to his backyard so the kids can use it as a playhouse. Okay. <laughs> I and... thought that was going in a different direction. I thought he was like, so they can still live there. I was like, <laughs> I hope they're not that attached to the boxcar yeah. that they want to live there instead of a house. <laughs> for real. It's um, a playhouse. Remember the place where you ran away to live because you thought I was evil? Put that in my backyard. You can play with it. For real. And yeah, that's like the introductory story. Is like, runaway, boxcar, grandfather, everything's fine in the end. And then after that, they're like, never in a boxcar. Ever again. (laughs) What? Like. Oh, you mean they don't live in a boxcar at that point? So what's the point of naming the series The Boxcar Children? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> they're not they're not boxcar children, they're orphans. The orphan children. Um, way better title. For real. But also like I feel like it's also at some point it, it becomes about them solving mysteries. So it's kind it's of like Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew, right. It has that vibe too. How it. do you make such a turn? Children running away after they've been orphaned. Solving mysteries. Yeah. I feel like you can choose one or the other, but they don't normally intersect. Mm-hmm. The subsequent books, the children encounter many adventures and mysteries in their neighborhood or the locations they visit with their grandfather. And they chose a boxcar. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. This is the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. He took that boxcar from someone else who could have been <laughs> Yeah, he stole a boxcar. <laughs> he that stole box someone else's potential house. Public property. <laughs> and you just you just up and took it. Could have been a home for a family from the Great Depression, but no, oh. you wanted it to be a playhouse for your grandchildren. Who Grandpa time. of the Year, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram. Uh, because every once in a while we'll finish a book and we'll tell you about that. And that's fun. Then you can go and read a book that will maybe hurt you, maybe it won't. (laughs) But as As for for now, now, we we gotta gotta book it. it.